From 8th Street to 8 Mile Road, from I-5 to Highway 99, Podcast Stockton. The show all about the great life in Stockton, California. This is Podcast Stockton. Welcome to Podcast Stockton, episode 103 for September 18th, 2016. Welcome back to our returning listeners and welcome to our new listeners. I'm Susan Spraker. And I'm Matt Beckwith. We'd love to hear your feedback, your comments, um, any suggestions you have, even if you hate the show. We'd love to hear that too. <laughs> we may not do anything about it, but... I don't want to hear that. We'd love to, we'd love to hear from you. You can um, send us an email at podcasttalkton at gmail.com or call us, leave us a message or even text us at 209-565-3229. I know you were excited to sit down with Tyler Young. Yeah, Tyler is one of these people in Stockton that um, just just makes to me he's he's part of the story of Stockton. Um, I, I'm a t- Tyler's a cyclist. I should say that right up front. Tyler's a very well known cyclist in Stockton. He um, works at Performance as a, as a ride leader. He organizes a lot of rides. Um, as a cyclist, one thing most cyclists know about is a, a very a very popular book from a few years ago called Bike Tribes, A Field Guide to North American Cyclists. This book basically just tells the story of of the different tribes of cyclists, right? So like I'm a, I'm a road bike rider that wears Lycra, right? Uh-huh. Sometimes I ride my mountain bike, but really I'm, I'm a road biker. Uh-huh. Um, and there's, you know, hardcore mountain bikers. There's like people that ride beach cruisers. There's lots of different tribes of 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 cyclists. Um, and the thing that's pretty magical about Tyler is everybody likes Tyler. Everybody wants to go on one of Tyler's rides. So he goes between all of those groups rather well. He moves so well between those bike tribes, better than anybody I have ever known in my entire life as a cyclist. He is, um, no matter where I ride in the city, every time I come across somebody, no matter what tribe I'm a part of that day, People always say, oh, do you know Tyler? And I always say like, yeah, I know Tyler. I'm dropping names. Tyler leads a bunch of rides um, on behalf of Performance, which is a a bike shop. They're they're a a large bike shop in the United States, but the local shop. Uh, Tyler works there and he, like I said, he puts on wonderful rides and he's he is the ride leader of ride leaders. He encourages people like I've never seen anybody. He is, in my opinion, the the epitome of, of what what a good cyclist and a good advocate for cycling is in Stockton. He's always willing to lend a hand to support cycling events, both from us at the SJBC or, or any other events we have going on around cycling. And he's just a nice guy. When people meet him, they want to go ride more. They, want to, they just want to go out and spend time with him on a bike. Um, oftentimes on Saturday, he has a Saturday ride, which we'll talk about. And we ride pretty close to your house. And, and nice. you know, there's... You know, sometimes we have 30, he has 30, 40, 50 riders on his, on his, wow. on his Saturday rides, but there's just something remarkable about a guy that, you know, used cycling first from a, a health perspective, but he's, he just ha- now has this massive following and, 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 you know, it's kind of like the unofficial Stockton bike club because everybody loves the guy. Everybody's, you know, he, he's got fans all over because he's just very encouraging once all he wants is for people to enjoy time on, on their two wheels. You know, I've been riding with him now for a little over a year, but to sit down with him and actually, um, you know, have a conversation about how we got started and that kind of stuff. It was great to finally sit down with him w- w- with a microphone. And some of the interview we actually did a- on a bike. 
Oh, cool. First time I've ever done an interview while I was writing. Wow. <laughs> I'm looking forward to hearing more about him. Let's listen to Matt's conversation with Tyler Young. When was the last time you rode a bike? It seems that so many people have memories of riding a bike when they were a child. For many of us, it wasn't for exercise or recreation, but just how we got around before we owned an automobile. Many people have an old bike sitting in their garage, some of which are just gathering rust and dust. Stockton is made up of many people that positively impact the lives of others. People whose goal is simply the happiness and joy of other Stocktonians. Today's guest is one of those people. Tyler Young is with Performance Bicycle on Pacific Avenue. As the leader of his store's Great Ride series, Tyler would be the first to tell you he has a great job, that he enjoys meeting people and providing a fun environment for all riders, old and young, lifelong cyclists, and brand new riders. His story is about more than Performance Bicycle a nationwide bike shop with over 100 stores in 20 states. It's about a cyclist that wants to give back, to get more people out on their bikes, to put smiles on their faces. I recently joined Tyler's Great Ride series, Saturday Bike Ride, a casual ride from the store in Lincoln Center to the Starbucks on Miracle Mile. His Saturday rides bring 40 to 50 riders of all ages and skill levels. Everyone scoot forward for the picture. Alright, welcome, welcome to the Great Ride Series. We're going to be going to the Starbucks on the Miracle Mile via the Cal Calaveras Bike Path. <clears throat> this is a no-drop ride, so if anybody has any issues with the bike, chain off or flat, let one of us know. We'll stop and make sure you're rolling. Uh, when we go down Swain Road, let's keep it no wider than two bike widths uh, wide. It's very tight with traffic down there. Also, if we come up to an intersection that's lighted with a stoplight, we'll stop and cross as a group together. Any other questions? Any questions? All right. So you get clear, we'll head out. Start your garments, start your straw, those are don't count. I spoke to a few of the cyclists and asked them about what Tyler and his rides mean to them. I spoke with Kyle Penrod, who started riding in August 2014, and Karen Jordan, who started riding in March of 2015. First, I spoke with Kelly Rose, who moved to Stockton in June of last year. I asked her how she discovered Tyler's rides. I think I went to Google and I typed in no, actually, I ordered something because I found out there's a performance bike in Stockton, and I'm an avid cyclist, so I went into the store and I saw that they had these ride series, and I asked about it, and I think Tyler was working that day, and he said, "Well, I'm the I'm the I'm the leader. Come on out." And really nice guy, very welcoming, and so since the first day that um, I met him at the shop, I've been doing these rides. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really easy if you're by yourself, you can talk yourself out of riding. 
but when you're with a group, it's really easy to, to want to do it, to want to, to want to ride your bike. Because it's a great social aspect. You're not only working out, but you get to meet and talk with people. Especially on the Saturday rides, they're not, you know, a bunch of roadies. We got kids and older adults and people who want to go out and have a great time. And it's a no-drop policy, so people aren't worried about trying to keep up or slowing people down. Uh, my name is Kyle Pinrod. Are you getting tired yet? Good, alright, keep pushing then. I decided I wanted to be healthy. So uh, I, did the, I did the bike thing and then started bringing my daughters along to give them a good habit. But that is who I started riding with. I bought a random uh, comfort ride, seven gear, because I didn't want to deal with the maintenance. And then I came to him to buy something and he's like hey come to the ride it's like okay so I went to the ride and I got smashed by everybody and he encouraged me to get a, uh, this bike so I got this guy here and then I started doing the uh, Sunday rides and I found a really nice uh, carbon bike for 800 bucks so I stole that and it's all been history but the only reason I actually stayed with the performance ride is because of uh, Tyler's positivity. The guy, it didn't matter what was going on. He's the absolute nicest guy I've ever met in my life. And uh, without his positivity with the group and encouraging me and encouraging my kids, uh, there's no reason, there would be no reason for me to stay. He is why this group is as big as it is. People have an extreme loyalty to Tyler because of his demeanor and because of his encouragement because it doesn't matter where you are he doesn't care if you're slow or fast or anything he just wants you to be there and he wants you to be family and that makes a huge difference and that's why people come here yeah that's why the other performance rides throughout the nation aren't as <laughs> big as his because it's 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 him i'm i'm, I'm scared someday that he's not going to be the leader and the group's just gonna diminish. So you bring your kids on the ride, that's a lot of fun. Yes, I started, I put my six-year-old, who I guess at the time was a five-year-old, I put her on a tow behind, and then I attached a trailer to the tow behind. And so I was pulling both of them, and so now she's able to ride her own bike, and she's doing 10, 12, 15 miles without a problem. And she's starting to keep up with people, and she's just going really well. She's gonna get a roadie here in about two months when she turns seven. Awesome. And uh, they love it. It's it's our time. They love riding with daddy. We love riding with daddy. Yeah. You having fun out there? Yeah. How old are you? Six. And what's your name? Kayla. <laughs> oh my God. I'm black. Oh my God. Uh, Johnny Lucas. Johnny. When did she start? Karen Jordan. Tyler was the one that told me about the Saturday rides. Yeah. And um, I was wanting to ride with the women on Sundays, but I, I couldn't meet for some reason. We just kept missing or yeah. something. And then he invited me to ride with them. And I thought, I can't do that. 
but it has worked out. It's unbelievable how much, you know, how patient he is and how, how you know, willing he is to, to wait, yeah. you know, under certain cir circumstances. Yeah, yeah. But, so, yeah, it's, so what it's got great. you into writing? I, I, I've always written. I stopped. And um, I actually went back to writing, believe it or not, because I injured my knee. And I was I had became a diabetic because I wasn't getting enough exercise, so I had to go back to writing. Oh my gosh. He has really changed my life, seriously. Because I, I can't imagine what I would be doing now with the bike. I think that I think that I would have been limited, maybe doing five, ten miles a day, thinking that that's all I could do, you know, and he's really encouraged me to push myself. I can't believe, you know, how I ride with them on Sundays. Oh, my God. That is huge for me. Yeah, it is. It's, it really means a lot to me. It really does. It is, it is Tyler. What is yes, it, it is. <laughs> what, is it, what, is, what is it about him? You know, it, nothing is a problem. Everything is just okay. Yeah. Nothing's that serious. Everything is just okay. And he works through problems instead of seeing things as a problem. Nothing's, it's just he doesn't take anything that serious. And it really encourages you. So if Tyler wasn't doing the rides, you... You, you know, I have to be, I, I mean, I, I, I would hate to to sit here and say that I wouldn't do it, but I know that I would not be as enthusiastic about doing them or showing up because you can't know how much pain I'm in, seriously. I'm in a lot of pain, and I push myself to show up because of time. That's the truth. Yeah, so this has become a big part of my life. Yeah. A familiar story, we ride as kids, then we stop, then something draws us back. I started our conversation by asking Tyler how long he's been cycling, what brought him back, and what type of bike he started riding when he picked it up again. Uh, to this degree that I'm doing now for about three and a half years, um, but you know, I cycled as a kid and through high school and for the early part of my college career, um, but then took a nice long break for about maybe 10 or so years and recently got into it about three years ago. I think that's a familiar story, right? We all start riding or we ride as kids and then we forget about it. And then lots of people that, that are cycling now had that same kind of gap. So what, what got you back into it? Pretty much weight loss. Um, I had gained quite a few pounds, uh, you know, deep into my career and focusing on my career and my kids. I kind of put my personal, uh, health to the side and realized it was time to lose weight. And so I went back to what I knew. I'm not a big gym guy. So uh, I remember riding in high school and in college and I, I loved it. And so I went to performance and, and bought a bike and just started riding every day as much as I could. Started out with just a couple of miles uh, each day and kind of progressed from there. Actually, I started uh, riding a mountain bike. Uh, that's pretty much all I rode in high school and in college. Um, so that's, you know, I came into the store, bought a mountain bike, and so I started riding mountain. I started the group rides on Saturday leading on my mountain bike, uh, and I ended up getting such a huge participation of roadie riders that my corporate office was like, look, we need to do a road bike specific ride. And I was like, yeah, that's great, but I don't ride road. I've never, <laughs> never clipped into a road wow. bike in my whole life. Uh, so what do we do? And he says, well, go borrow a bike and, and see how, how it works and how it feels. 
And so I asked one of my riders if I could borrow a road bike, and I borrowed an old Le Monde with like 1970s Dura Ace on it. Holy cow! With a 54 front uh, chain ring, huge. Yeah. And I took it out and clipped in, and I kind of fell in love with it. And I was going fast and going longer distances, and I rode that bike nonstop for a week, and I led my first road ride on it, and it was very successful. Then corporate kind of lined up a road bike through the store for me, and that's how I got on a roadie. It was my first time. That's crazy because I think of you as a roadie. Hmm. I mean, I know you. I know you uh, ride a mountain bike too, but you, your style seems to be that of a road cyclist. And, hmm. you know. Yeah, no, I picked it up. I learned to ride road doing my road rides, and uh, I was learning with the riders. A lot of riders don't know that or knew that at the time that they were being led by a guy who'd never been on a road bike before. <laughs> um, but it it worked out well, and I seemed to it was a natural fit for me. And uh, now that's what I do the majority of my miles with is the roadie. And where did you ride when you first started riding? Uh, I'd head out to the end of Hammer Lane, uh, out to the Shima Tract over on the Delta and the Levee Systems out past Spanos and east, uh, west of uh, Hammer and I-5. Tyler quickly went from just wanting a bike to get back in shape to leading rides. I asked how that started. Uh, well, I have to give it all up to performance. Uh, like I said, I went into performance and, and bought a bike and rode consistently every day for about 10 months. Uh, dropped about 95 pounds. And wow. uh, part of my daily routine was going and riding and then stopping in at performance and, sh you know, shooting the stuff with the boys and, and talking shop with the guys in the bike shop. And eventually they had a uh, for hire sign out front for part time sales position. And uh, I thought, what a cool thing, you know, I, this could be some good downtime for me. And, you know, getting a discount at the bike shop is never a bad thing. <laughs> so uh, I inquired with Jamie, the manager, and he brought me back and basically hired me on the spot. And part of it was, you know, look, we do, we're supposed to be doing these group rides for the store and we have zero riders, zero participation. Uh, we want to get this thing going. Is it something you think you'd be interested in doing? And I said, yeah, absolutely. I don't like riding by myself. I'd like to ride with other people. So let's see what we can do. And, um, then the snowball effect, it started, you know, with me showing up for the Saturday rides by myself and <laughs> going and having coffee and breakfast. Eventually I got one rider, then two riders and about two months into it, I started to get about 10 to 15 and now we're up to four different rides and, you know, over 300 participants and it just really just kind of a snowball effect. So what do you think it was about, you know, the, the stores was trying to do a group ride. I mean, most bike shops do a group ride. Right. Um, what was it about their first attempt that, that didn't that didn't take off? Um, well, I hate to, you know, to nitpick on what was going wrong. I think there was a lot of things. There wasn't a very um, uh, planned out route, you know, that, that no one had a real secure route on where to go. And there wasn't a real motivated ride leader at the time. A lot of great employees and mechanics and management, but... No one really wanted to take the, the helm on, on getting riders. And so they didn't really have a motivated ride leader. Um, and so that's where, where I came in. Sounds like good timing. They were trying to build something, but just didn't have the, probably the initial spark. And they didn't have the, um, you know, everybody I'm sure had great intent. 
but just didn't have it all working together. And then you came, and now you've turned the Performance Great Ride series into something that lots of people know about and lots of people participate in. It's not yours, honey. I asked Tyler about his Great Ride Series rides. So uh, it all started with the Beginner Great Ride Series, which is uh, our kind of, you know, standard ride, which is every Saturday at 9 a.m. and uh, meets at the shop. It's a family-friendly ride. All bikes, bikers are welcome, including kids. Uh, It's a 13-mile route with a stop for coffee uh, halfway through. Um, it's a, all my rides are no drop. So no one is ever left behind. If people have a flat or a chain that's fallen off, uh, I have me or one of the other riders, one of my sweepers, we stop, we get people rolling and make sure, make sure the group is together. Sometimes we, uh, once a month we do a VIP event for, uh, the riders where we'll have, you know, donuts, bagels and schmear and coffee and stuff like that. And we'll offer a special discount on, on product or we'll do a bingo game with a reward or something like that. Yeah. I mean, uh, ultimately, the the goal of the Performance Great Ride series is to, you know, get customers and get people into our store and and buying our product and and being part of the Performance family. Uh, So that's my Saturday ride. Uh, Then it evolved to uh, a road ride, and we start those Sundays at 8 a.m. at Bear Creek High School, and uh, we do a 30, 50, and 60-mile route for those rides. And uh, now we have a mountain ride, a mountain bike specific ride, though we don't have mountains in this great town. We do have plenty of dirt trails and and places to go. And so, uh, yeah, we head out to the Delta levee system and do about 20 miles out there on the mountain bikes. Yeah. That's the, in those that uh, mountain bike specific ride is, is sounds like the, the route you started riding when you started riding again as an adult, right? Exactly. So when I started to go and, and lose weight and get out there and plug away, I created a route out there. And that's now, that's where the mountain ride started was with that route. We've now evolved that ride to longer and different routes. But originally, yeah, it was, it was my weight loss route. <laughs> Tyler's rides almost always include a rest stop where riders can grab a cup of coffee. His Saturday rides always stop at the Starbucks on Miracle Mile, and they welcome him and his riders with open arms. Oh, yeah, they love it. They love it. And uh, they've become so comfortable with us coming there that now when we arrive, they have several Vente ice waters sitting on the bar waiting for riders. (laughs) They always have one ice latte waiting for me. Um, They they know we're coming, and they're very accommodating and love it. And they've posted pictures of us on their Instagram. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're super welcoming and, and love us showing up there. The Saturday ride is family-friendly and very casual. Tyler also leads intermediate and advanced road bike-specific rides on Sunday mornings. It is much faster ride than the Saturday ride, but all road cyclists are welcome. So the road rides, um, we have three different distances that we do, a 30, a 50, and a 60-mile uh, route. Uh, I advertise the rides at 15 to 18-mile-an-hour pace. And again, they're no drop. Um, we have different regroup locations along the ride, so everyone maintains in the group. Um, and so we have different locations that we go to. My 30-mile ride is from Bear Creek High School to Lodi. Uh, my 50-mile ride is either uh, from Bear Creek High School to Galt and back or to Walnut Grove and back. And then my advanced ride, the 60, is either on the uh, American River bike path from Discovery Park to Folsom and back or we do 30 miles at Lake Comanche, which is uh, 30 miles, 2,000 feet of climbing. 
Yeah, some of us in the front, we're, we're pushing 20 plus miles an hour. But that's what's nice about these rides is that people of all different skill levels and, and speed comfortability levels uh, are welcome. And so uh, everyone still feels included. Those that are riding 15 and those that are averaging 21 still are part of the same ride, still are having fun, still are having camaraderie and are together at the coffee break and, and everyone's having a good time. It's not yours, baby, but it is our way. So did you grow up in Stockton? I did. Uh, I was born in Lubbock, Texas, uh, but my family moved out here when I was just about one. So I've been here pretty much uh, all my life. My father was transferred to the Port of Stockton working for Cargill Feed Company. Um, So then I was here ever since, yeah. And where did you go to high school? Brookside Christian High. All four years. Class of 96. Go Knights. (laughs) There you go. Um, you've seen Stockton change, and not just from a cycling perspective, but just in general, in your lifetime, I can imagine. Sure. Um, you know, what are the things that stand out to you, uh, you know, regarding the just the, the progress or lack of progress that you've seen in Stockton? Uh, as far as cycling, I mean, I, I've seen just an insurgence of, of riders. Uh, you know, uh, you see a lot more riders on the road than you did, I would say, even two years ago. Um, I think that cycling in general has become something very popular nationwide. Uh, people are becoming more health conscious and, and green, and cycling fits right into there. So I think we're, we're seeing a, a big growth in the cycling community. And uh, I think people are thirsting to, to find other people that are wanting to do the same things they're doing. So talk to me about the state of cycling in Stockton. What is it? Um, you know, where are we at right now and, you know, where, where do you think we are heading? Um, well, I think we're, we're on a, on the verge of a change right now of getting more, um, uh, cycling becoming more prevalent in the community. Um, I don't think it is where it's not where it should be. And, uh, I think there's tons of room for growth. Um, but I think that's where we are. You know, we have the master plan in work and we have these group rides, the moonlight rides. I think there's this you know, surge of, of cycling, uh, that's happening in this community. Um, so I think we're right on the, on the edge of something huge. And, uh, I think that this town could be a, an awesome cycling friendly town. And I think that's where we need to strive to be, to be on par with these big, you know, Portland and San Francisco cities where it's just a norm to have cyclists on the road. And, uh, that's what I think I'm looking for is to, to, for that to be a norm in our, in our community. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Portland, you didn't, you know, you mentioned that you rode in, in college and you didn't go to college here locally, right? You went to college up, up Northwest. Yeah. Uh, I went to Delta for two years and, and got my AA through their program there, but then I transferred out to Portland state. Yeah. I went to school in uh, Portland. So having spent some time in Portland, you have firsthand knowledge of the, the differences between a very cycle friendly community and, uh, one that's hopefully up and coming like Stockton, right? Oh yeah, two totally opposite ends of the spectrum for sure. Yeah, and, and certainly, I mean, Portland is a, is an f- amazing city to be a cyclist in. Um, you know, what are the things that you know if you could wave your magic wand and just address a couple of issues that we have in Stockton um, or the Northern San Joaquin County? What what would they be as it relates to improving cycling? Uh, bike lanes. <laughs> we need we need bigger, better bike lanes that are visible and and on the main roads through town. 
Um, you know, the bike lanes are few and far between in this town. I find that I'm doing most of my riding in the street, on the road, with the cars, which is fine and which, you know, we're allowed to do. But to have, you know, some nice big cycling uh, friendly lanes would be would be very cool. Um, also, I, I would like to see a, a longer bike path. We have the Calaveras bike path and we have the Bear Creek bike path. It'd be nice to see those connected somehow oh, yeah. in, in one way or another and uh, to extend it because each, you know, is the Calaveras is 11 if you go both ways and Bear Creek is half that. Yeah. So it'd be nice to have a nice big bike path that goes through town. Tyler and many of his writers use Strava, a social media site for cyclists and runners. I asked him to describe Strava and how he uses it on his rides. So Strava is an app you can have on your phone or uh, a site you can go to on your computer, and it's a it's a tracking app. It tracks your speed, distances. Um, if you use a cycling computer, um, a Garmin or Sigma or something like that, you can sync it up to that so it, it links up your rides from your computer. Um, it's, it's like a social media site for cyclists. It's fantastic, mm-hmm. and uh, you can look where other people are going and check their times. Uh, segments are created, and you can compete with other cyclists in your area and and see who's the fastest on a certain segment i think it's great and uh, it allows my riders to interact with each other and they can see their other average of the person that they rode with and and see the routes that they're doing throughout the week Uh, one nice feature on there is it's called um flybys and so uh what i like to do after a ride is go check out the flybys which you can see everybody that's doing the same route that you did at the same time. And uh, you can see who's been riding by you. If you pass somebody on the road, you know, I wonder who that was. If they're on Strava, you can see who it was and where they went. It's just very interactive, very cool. And so yeah. before I start every ride, I always say, make sure you start your Stravas because yeah. if you don't Strava, it doesn't it count. It doesn't count. <laughs> it's a great tool. And I love how you and your riders are using it because there's always, you know, there's fantastic and, you know, people encouraging people. You know, the first time somebody climbs Diablo and posts it, um, you know, they just get rained down on with, with praise and, and kudos and thumbs up. And, and that's, uh, you know, sure, you could do that on Facebook, but on Strava, these are all, these are all riders that, you know, that are doing exactly what you're doing. Yeah, I think that's great. I love going uh, to Strava after my rides and seeing the compliments and the kudos that are given to the riders, between yeah. the riders, from me to the riders, from riders to me. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's very cool, very rewarding. The music for today's show is Calaveras Superhighway by Mike Kluster, Ernest Mancuso, and Justin Anderson. The song that I always sing in my head and sometimes out loud as I'm riding my bike on the Calaveras bike trail. It's a great song. The video is even better. If you haven't seen the video, definitely go to podcaststocking.com. We have a link in the show notes where you can check out that video. Thanks, guys, for letting us use such a great song. I think you, I think you try to, maybe you don't do it um, consciously, but it sort of seems like you try to make your group rides 
accessible to everybody. Yes. Is that is that a conscious decision and is that driven by performance? Is that driven by you? Where does that come from? Um, it's definitely driven by me. Uh, performance tells me, look, we need to have at least one Saturday ride a week at 9 a.m. that leaves from the store. Anything else beyond that is, is stuff that I've created and pushed. Um, yeah, if you look at some of the other cycling groups that are in the area, there tends to be an elitist attitude among them. Um, I've heard that from riders and customers that come into the store. Well, I don't ride with them because, you know, they get mad if you don't pull for a certain amount of time. Or right. if you're not holding your line, you get yelled at and stuff like that. Um, and I've ridden with some of these groups and experienced some of that firsthand. And I just wasn't going to have any of that on my rides. Uh, I want the atmosphere on my ride to be relaxed, chill, fun, and people laughing and having a good time without this competitive, elitist attitude uh, integrated into the ride. So um, I don't care what you're wearing, what kind of bike you're on. There's a ride, and our group is is welcoming you. Um, so yeah, it's a very very conscious effort to include everyone, and that's ideal. I mean, that's that's my vision is to have you know the the trailer, the weekend warrior dad pulling the kids, you know the the grandma riding her cruiser, and the elite roadie in his spandex on his carbon fiber bike all riding together in the same group and having fun. Um, that's the goal. And so uh, luckily I've, I've achieved that to some degree and yeah, it's awesome. It's fantastic. Performance, I can only imagine. They have been performance as a company, not just your store. They've been pretty pleased with um, what you've turned out for the Great Red Series. Oh yeah, yeah, they've been very, very pleased. We're a nationwide company, over 150 stores, uh, and each store is supposed to be doing uh, a great ride. Uh, my store, uh, when I first took over the Great Ride Series, was the number one in the company for attendance. Since then, I've been consulted with by other ride leaders, other managers throughout the company on how to grow and progress their Great Ride Series. And now I'm in about the top four of, of top participants mm. in the Great Ride Series. So there's, there's growth and it's working. They've used me kind of as a model on how to, how to you know, gear their Great Ride Series, and it seems to be catching in other, other stores. And they've used you for photo shoots, for yeah. catalogs and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, I was contacted by corporate to do a photo shoot for the uh, 2015 spring catalog. And so they sent me out to uh, Mount Tam. Yeah. And I spent a whole day out there uh, riding road bikes on Mount Tam with police escorts and getting <laughs> videoed. It was very cool. <laughs> yeah, well, that's great that, that, you know, something that, again, all bike shops um, should have a group ride. And for it seemed like a pretty big gap to... For so long that performance, um, you know, it's been around for quite a while. And, and even, you know, before performance was performance, when they acquired the space from Delta Cycle years ago, but mm-hmm. um, it's too many years without a group ride. So it's, it's nice that um, it's nice that you turn that into to something that we're even the rest of the um, stores throughout the country are, are looking at. Yeah, it's very cool. Very honored.
So outside the cycling, what, what do you what do you like doing in Stockton when you're uh, when, when you're not riding? <laughs> well, uh, I'm a very busy person. You know, uh, I work the two jobs and uh, I have two daughters. So most of my time is spent with my kids and and working. And uh, when I have free time, it's it's on my bike. Um, but yeah, I like to do the movie thing. I like to go to coffee shops. I'm a big foodie, so I hit up a lot of the restaurants in town and like to try the new and different things uh, that this town offers. Um, that's that's pretty much my schedule. <laughs> do you have a favorite restaurant? Uh, I'd have to say right now, Midgley's is on the on the top of the the list right now. Their their variety and their uh, their stuff is just fantastic. Just great food. Yeah. <laughs> their Kona dog is is fantastic. Oh yeah. Have you had the tomahawk? <laughs> no, no. I've seen it on the menu. I have not braved the tomahawk to, yet. Have a, in my mind, you have to have a group of people with you, <laughs> right? To to have that because it is a it is a it is a pretty massive piece of meat. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for a big group of guys to, to go yeah. tackle the tomahawk. There you go. <laughs> you mentioned uh, two jobs and uh, working working a performance and being a ride leader. It's not your only job, and and uh, I, I know that your your other job is is nothing related to cycling, right? No, quite the quite the opposite. Where cycling is promoting uh, health and and life and vitality. Uh, my other job is I'm a mortician and uh, I'm dealing with the opposite end of the spectrum with uh, with people passing away. Uh, but I do mortuary work. I'm an embalmer, uh, autopsy tech, and crematory operator for a company out of Richmond. That must be one of those things that uh, the vast majority of your riders and your group rides know nothing about. They don't. Um, I'm asked quite often, you know, what's your other job? And depending on who's asking, I'll tell them. Not everyone's ready to hear that. And uh, when, when people ask and I do tell them, I get mixed mixed emotions. People are like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. That's fascinating. Tell me all about it. Or people turn quickly on their heel and walk the other way with their coffee and don't want to hear anything about it. Um, so I'm, I'm, you know, cautious on, on how much I divulge to the writers about that exactly. part of my life. But it's something I'm very proud of. I've been doing it now for almost 13 years, oh, wow. and uh, I consider it a great service to the community and to families, and and bringing you know comfort in a in a very hard time for people. So yeah, people want to learn more about when your group rides are. What's the best way for them to find out? Uh, you can always come into the store or call the store, and we can give you details. Uh, all of my rides are advertised on a site called Meetup.com. Uh, it's also available as an app on both Android and Apple devices. Uh, if you go to Meetup and search the Performance Great Ride Series, the Performance Great Ride Series will pop up. Uh, as the ride leader, I'll see that you've signed up, and uh, I'll shoot you a little message saying thanks for signing up. And you can check out routes and uh, comments from other riders and pictures and it's where, where you can find out all the details besides the store. Tyler Young is more than just a guy who rides a bike. He is more than a bike shop ride leader. Ask anyone that's met him. They'll likely tell you about his passion, his encouragement, and friendship, and how they couldn't imagine cycling without him. He is a true advocate for cyclists at every level, and he definitely plays a part in making Stockton what it is. Tyler is truly the ride leader of ride leaders. 
and is considered by many the king of cycling in Stockton. If you have a bike and are looking for a great group of people to ride with, no matter your skill level, check out Tyler's rides on Meetup or go see him at the Performance Store in Lincoln Center. Like Kyle said, he doesn't care if you're slow or fast, he just wants you to be there. Thank you for listening to Podcast Stockton, and thank you to Tyler Young for coming on the show. Follow him on Instagram, username Rogue Freeman. Get info on his rides at meetup.com. Just search Great Rides Series Stockton. All the links from today's show will be included in the show notes at podcaststockton.com. We'd love to hear your feedback. Call us at 565-3229. Email us at podcaststockton at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Username Podcast Stockton. There is another great new podcast in town, Fat City Establishment. Their inaugural episode, which focuses on Stockton politics, was released this week. It's really great. Stockton needs a lot more independent voices. Great job to those guys for putting theirs out there. We'll have a link in the show notes to their show, but check them out on SoundCloud and iTunes. Podcast Stockton is Susan Spraker, Rod Gomez, Greg Barr, Manuel Montez, and me, Matt Beckwith. We'll be back in two more weeks with another episode. And until then, make it great, Stockton. Speaking of miles, um, what's your what, what's your year look like this far? How many how many miles are you going to put out put, put in this year? Uh, I'm striving for nine thousand. I think I'm on track for it. Last year I did eight thousand, so I'm trying to up it another wow. grand. Wow, that's that, that's some serious miles. You ride every day? Every day. Wow. And if I don't ride or weather doesn't allow it, I'll run on my treadmill. But I pretty much ride every day. Wow. And at least twenty miles a day. It's a lot of miles. It is.